Let me set the scene. We're girlfriends. We're having a chat over coffee, having a good old DM. Anyone who's ever met me in person knows I'm always down for a good DM. But this week we're talking all about relationships and dating. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Rachel J Podcast. We're talking all things wellness and the lifestyle to help you do life better. I'm your host, Rachel J. Welcome back to another Note to Self episode. So as I mentioned, this week we're talking all about relationships, all that nitty gritty. Now you guys, we have the stats back and we know that so many of you who are active and engaged listeners aren't yet subscribers. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. It does make such a difference. It means that we can grow the podcast for you and have more amazing conversations with our amazing and guests on here. So again, let me set the scene in this episode. We're girlfriends. We're having a chat over coffee. We're having a good old DNM. And, you know, I often say to my girlfriends when we catch up that you've got to snap me out of that coach mode if I get into it because I can very easily slip into that space. But in this episode, I'm going to delve into some of my personal insights and things I've learned about dating and relationships, particularly more so in the early stages of dating. By no means do I profess to be an expert in this area because I think we are all constantly learning about ourselves and our relationships as we go through life. But I can share some of my personal experiences and insights with you. So I've been reflecting a lot on relationships just in general this week. I caught up with one of my girlfriends recently who is currently out there dating. And also we've just released Daniel Chidiak's episode earlier this week. Daniel is the best-selling author of the book, The Modern Breakup. And if you haven't already listened to that episode, make sure you do. It's such a good one. Now, obviously, in our conversation, we did talk a lot about the landscape of modern dating, which, to be honest, it does sound kind of messy. I am not envious of anyone out there who is uh, having to navigate that at the moment. But I think over the years, I definitely feel like I've been the go-to person for a lot of my friends to come and talk to when they're going through a breakup or when they're starting to date someone new. And yes, of course, I think that may have to do with the fact that I've got a master coaching background, so perhaps that's why. But I thought I'd give my top dating and relationship tips. We'll just tap the surface and maybe we'll delve into that a little bit later in the season with a little bit more depth to it. But, you know, there's so many areas that you can go into in around relationships and dating. So we'll contextualize this with it being in the early stages of dating. Now, my number one tip is to get really clear about what you need in a partner and what you value. And I think maybe this step gets overlooked sometimes because what I've definitely observed is that sometimes when you're quick to jump into a relationship with someone who has most of the things that you want and value, but there are some things that kind of ping up at the start and that gets ignored, it can create a problem later down the line. It You know, you can be dating someone and then six months later, the thing that sort of just pinged up a little bit at the start becomes a bigger issue. So for example, I think a big one for women especially is having a family. And I would say that this is a conversation that needs to be had just in general. It doesn't mean that you need to be saying that you want to have children with them, but in general, that's what you want for your life. And so you want to make sure that you are both on the same page about that. And if anything pings up when you first meet someone, I think you need to talk it out and make sure that you're clear about what it is that you want, but also what they want for their life. And this goes the same for values. Now, everyone has different values. And when I say values, I mean what you place importance on in your life. So for example, 
if you want to live a quite stable and secure life, obviously it means that you value security and stability. Like where I live in Melbourne, this is, I, I would say, probably the norm here. A lot of people are aspiring to kind of having this lifestyle that is having a husband, having the kids, having the house, having the car, that kind of lifestyle. If you travel around different areas and observe different cultures, it's not necessarily like that. But I do feel in comparison to other cities, Melbourne tends to be quite more traditional and conservative in that sense. And so, you know, other people might want to travel a bit more or have a bit more fluidity in their location or perhaps they're more driven by their career or willing to travel for their career. So, you know, these are the things that you kind of want to be in line before you move forward with dating someone. One of my biggest values for me is the type of career I have. And it's important to me that my partner not only understands and supports what I do, but they also don't have an issue with it or find it difficult to handle. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but these are the kinds of things that you think about when you do work in the media and entertainment industry, because it's it's actually not for everyone to have a partner who works in this industry. And obviously now I don't really do acting anymore, but my work is still in the media. And so it's it's also not so normal, you know, it's not a normal career path in that I don't work a normal nine to five and I do travel and, you know, sort of like to be able to travel around for work. And so it's just making sure that you're both aligned with what you value and what you need in a partner. Number two is to set your standards for what you will and won't accept. And I feel like I've seen this one play out quite a lot with my friends where, you know, they accept things that are below what they deserve. And the thing is, you show people how you expect them to treat you or you show people how to treat you. And that's done by the choices that you make about what you will and won't allow. And that's different for everyone. You get to decide what is okay for you and what is not. And there's no judgment on whatever that is, but you've just got to make sure that you stick to your standards. So, you know, personally, if we're talking about early stages dating, I, I prefer to be taken on dates in the early stages of dating because it quickly shows you who is willing to put in the effort of planning the date, picking you up, taking you out to dinner or lunch or wherever And I think for the first meetup, you know, if you've never met them before, of course, it can be a bit more casual, like a coffee or a brunch or something like that. But then after that, you know, for me at least, you want the guy to show you that they're treating you well and with respect. You want them to be able to show show you through their actions rather than just saying things. And so, you know, when I say this, I, I guess it's more applicable if you're looking for a longer term relationship, something more serious. And then number three is invest in yourself. And what I mean by this is that you really need to take care of your health and fitness, your mental and emotional health, because you want to make sure that you are feeling good about yourself without anyone else. And, you know, that's not to say that we have to be this perfect person when you enter into a relationship or you start dating someone, because we are all works in progress. But when you feel good about yourself and and you feel good within yourself, you will just naturally attract a partner that is better for you, a healthier dynamic, and that will lead to a healthier foundation for a good relationship. I remember that when I had gone through my breakup, I knew when I wasn't feeling good, I was still going through that process of going through the grief and the loss of that last relationship. And that took quite a while um, to actually you know, process. And I was in LA at the time. So I was in LA for probably half the year that year. And it was difficult. It was still difficult. I loved LA, but it was still hard. And so when I got back to Melbourne, that's when I, you know, started to film Neighbours. And 
then it was, you know, I remember the moment where I was like, I actually, I feel really good. And I feel like I'm in the space of being open to dating. And I always refer back to that moment of time because I just distinctly remember it so well. I think it coincided really nicely with my character because she was such a bubbly. Funnily enough, she was a journalism student who was an aspiring Hollywood uh, reporter. So I could relate to that, obviously, not not aspiring to be a Hollywood reporter, but, you know, I've, I've been a journalism student, I you know, I've worked in the media. And so it was kind of like art imitating life in that way. But she was in a great space. She was very, you know, in a really fun, happy, exciting time of her life. And I think that that kind of spilled out over into real life. So I felt really good about myself at the time. And I wasn't looking to date even. I was just sort of living life and doing my thing and focusing all the things that I am really passionate about and and my work and sort of entering into a new space with my career as well. So I was still acting, but I was also, that's when I started to move into health and wellness. So I think when you're in that space, you naturally just have that vibe about you and and when you're in that vibe, always good things happen. So hopefully this has helped you guys and given you a bit more insight into my own journey and my own experiences. But tell me what you loved and learned from this episode by leaving a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. Now, I know a lot of you are listening on Spotify, so you can't actually leave a review there. So if you can jump on over to Apple and leave a review, that would be amazing. Screenshot this episode, tag me and share it to your socials. Thanks again, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Rachel J Podcast. 